What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Daycast Podcast, another day, another cast. I am Austin, and I am joined by Donzel and Elijah. Here. All right, so today we're going to just run through some current events stuff again, but we are eventually going to transition into a couple of talking points that Donzel wanted to get into. So uh, on that note, I'm going to um, kick it off to you, sir. All right. So <clears throat> honestly, uh, like uh, my main thing to talk that I want to talk about is kind of like uh, karma. And like, uh, like it's interesting seeing how it works because it comes in many, many different forms and everything. And looking at the Joe Budden, Joe Budden situation, I feel like it is a perfect example of karma you know, working its way, you know, how everything is happening. Like, I feel like it's something that we, that, uh, that uh, a lot of people like look at, at people, cause people, a lot of people talk about karma in a way where they, uh, where they say, oh yeah, karma's gonna get your ass or karma's gonna come back to, to haunt you. Like it's a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like it's not always in a in a negative manner, and sometimes it can come in like, an, in a form of like a lesson, you know. Which I think, it's coming in the form of as it pertains to the Joe Button situation, you know, with everything that's happened to him this past weekend, because it seems to all be at like one weekend, you know. It was just interesting, you know. All right, so uh, the, do either one of you guys want to get into the particulars of the uh, developments that came up, like the specifics? Uh, well, there's many different specifics, so we can we can need to start off with uh, Joe Button's. You know, we already know like that Joe Button like fired Rory on air, and like ended the podcast as we know it. No, we. Didn't. All right. So can I step in? Yeah. Hold on. Uh, what do you think? Wait, what do you mean? No, it didn't. Because I spit, I chose those words very specifically. I said ended the podcast as we know it. And as we know it, it's Roy and Ma. Not exclusively. A month ago, he had two other people step in and that's who he's continuing the podcast with now. They've been releasing snippets and they released a full episode today. Yeah, but at that point, it was continued to be a temporary thing. Then it came back, Rory and Maul, one episode, and then the next episode, fired. No, two episodes. And then they didn't show up for work, and then they got fired. Either way, he cemented the fact that Rory and Maul are not coming back. The podcast is forever different than what it was for the past like five, six years. That's true. I feel like people are putting too much stock in that, though. I mean, what do you what do you mean? Everyone's going to put stock into something changing to something. Yeah, because different. like I don't like that narrative. Yeah, you chose your words more carefully than most, but I don't like the narrative. Oh well, it's over. It's over. This man has an entire network that he manages, and he has already proven that he can have other people fill in for these two. So even saying that is ending in any capacity just seems unnecessary to me. It seems melodramatic, quite frankly. That's how I feel about it. I mean, I could I can see that given with the narrative that everyone else is going with. But 
either either way, it's definitely can be considered considered an end of an era. Like the Rory Ma and Joe Button era, that era is over. You know, oh, no, I still think it's melodramatic. I mean, I don't know how else you'd you'd call call what else you'd call it. That era is over. It's a I'm new not era. gonna lie, this seems like a very insignificant um whatever this is. So uh <laughs> Do you, do you guys want to get into like what exactly happened? Because I know like we already talked about the firing of Rory and Maul, but uh, there. Uh, yeah, well, like what exactly happened was like uh, Rory and Maul they released uh, like in a. This was after yeah yeah after after uh, Joe Budden came out and said. Uh, you know, talked about how he fired Rory Maul Ma live on air and everything. He said that he would, uh, he would like renege what he said before about uh, suing them if they started their own podcast. Uh, I don't know if we covered that or not the last time we talked about this. We did not. Uh, all right, cool. We didn't. So yeah. So like shortly after Joe fired Rory. He did release something, sta- something stating that that he would fire Rory and Maul. That he fired Rory and Maul. Let's um keep it. I mean, what happened? He only fired Rory. Yeah, yeah. He only fired Rory, but he did say that he'd sue Rory and Maul if they were to start their own podcast after after the fact, because in their contract they weren't allowed to do it. They had another year or whatever, so they had to wait a year to start their own podcast. You know, then shortly after he kind of reneged on that, said that he do, he didn't want to do that, and also that same weekend, all last weekend, uh, it came like uh, Joe, Joe, uh, I mean uh, Rory and Ma made a response to like Joe and everyone else to clear the air and give their side of the perspective. You know, and. You know, they were... Did you guys watch that? Yes, I did. Did you pay the $2 to watch it? What? I plead the fifth, personally. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, <laughs> continue. I just I just thought that was interesting because I, <laughs> I listened to some other people talk about it and they mentioned that that was something that they did. But yeah. I, I don't really care either. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I just went on YouTube. What the fuck? Yeah, they like they had only Patreon or something. Ah, well then, uh, shouts out to whoever posted that video on YouTube for free. They were because that's what I watched. Yeah, I mean, I, I played the fifth, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, I like Rory and Maul came out with their perspective, uh. You know, uh, and in fact, surprisingly, it was a lot of Maul doing a lot of talking. I expected to be more more coming from Roy, but it was a lot coming from Maul. And I know Maul said he didn't like the narrative of that uh, him and Roy were like Joe's employees and everything, and that they were then that they were actually like three way partners in 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 the shit. That's not what they said at all, isn't that? That isn't what Paul said. They got what they said was that they got paid 
saying that they're three-way partners implies that there's a 33-33-33 split in ownership. Yeah, I thought that's I thought that's it. I thought that is what he Ma said it was. No, not at all. There is a certain percentage. They got all right, so they're contractors, not employees, right? They got paid a percentage based on the total profits, the net profits of the venture. We don't know to which extent and we don't even know the percentage. But they were paid off of a percentage of the profits. That's what that means. That has nothing to do with ownership. Those are two different things. They have zero percent ownership. Got you. Got you. All right. I didn't. I didn't realize that what I was what I was saying implied ownership. See, a lot of people don't know the difference, and they're speaking as if they do. And like when it does come to that element of it. What they were saying is that Joe didn't build up this audience. He didn't build up this buzz by himself, and they deserve their credit for that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, Ma making that like that point very clear when he was saying that, like, uh, when Joe said that uh, I got all these people out here in the show, and he was like, "No, Joe, we got all these people. I've been to your shows. This many people didn't come out to see." You know what's funny? Joe actually commented on that exact thing today because that bothered him. Yeah, and he was yeah. saying like when he said it, it was like. He was just proud of himself and where he came and all the hard work he put in. But of course, it would apply to everybody that was there and every member of his team who contributed. And he he felt the type of way that Maul even took it that way and was so hurt about it. But I, I can understand that. Like, ha- phrasing something definitely matters. And if somebody already perceives you a certain way, a lot of people view Joe as a narcissist. So it's like, if people already perceive you a certain way, how you might say something might trigger them a certain way. But I think that says something about Ma's mentality. Why was he always thinking from that type of perspective where it's like, oh, well, no, I got to bring him down. Not, oh, let me join in in this this celebration. But no, I got to bring him back to reality and be like, no, it wasn't you. It was all of us. Um, Rather than just assuming that that's what he meant. In the yeah, I don't think that Ma, like, uh, would, was just, like, coming at it like, it, like, from that negative angle that you're framing it. That's what he was speaking. What do you mean? That's exactly how he said it. Like, uh, but the way you're framing it, uh, like Ma, like Ma's the type of person to view to view things in that way. Like, it made like like it seemed like a very personal thing because of his personal relationship with Joe and things that we don't even know about. Yeah, but both of them gave their perspective on it. Joe said that he said it in an innocent way. He was really just like, like after everything this man's been through personally, through his personal journey. I understand that personally. I like. I, I say a lot of things and I put a lot of intention behind the things that I say. And a lot of the time I'm speaking from my own personal perspective. That is not to put anybody around me down unless I'm saying something that is directly, you know, meant to do that. But for the most part, like if you, if you really just focus on yourself in a moment and you really just want to focus on like a celebratory moment, I understand that. And for somebody on the outside to misconstrue that and be like, and, t- and take offense to it. Cause honestly, at the end of the day, it seems as though Maul took offense to that. I feel like he should have been upfront about him feeling that way instead of waiting until a situation like this to put yeah. that out there. I feel like exactly. I feel like it, I can understand it from Maul's point of view because some things you only re- see in retrospect because it might be in the moment you didn't think of it in that way, but then when it combined with the narrative that you're just like an employee and everything and you don't add much value to the show and everything like that combined with that and then hearing that and mm. thinking back 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 on that. You know, in retrospect, you I can see how that that you can form a certain opinion. But in this case, I think that's problematic because you're completely changing the context. Yeah, exactly. And he never understood the context in the first place. Like this man is really just celebrating what 
his portion of what he did. It's like you can do that in your own way, standing right next to them. And and I, I understand what you're saying, but that's also you use the word narrative, and it's just like all this stuff is subjective, which is legitimate. It is absolutely legit, legitimate. There's somebody who who has known Joe for years and has had an intimate relationship with him. But it's also like, like I said, I understand that that type of energy and people taking offense to certain certain things that you may say that don't inherently include them. But it's also like they can do their own celebrating as well. That's just my experience with that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it it uh it didn't really reflect too well, like on on Joe with that coming out with them putting their like Maul and Rory giving their perspective and everything. Look, let me also comment because I, I am backtracking some of the things and the sentiments and the negativity I put towards these two in our last two recorded pods where we spoke on this subject. Would you still leave them on the curb? Absolutely. And that's a business <laughs> move. And um, then that's what was going to happen anyway. I wish them all the best. I think it was the right thing for Joe to say that, to retract a statement on suing them, regardless of what's in their contract. I think they should they should be able to thrive on their own, do whatever they want. But a lot of people, they're taking Rory and Maul's sentiments as the truth. And even like when they were talking about it, they said their intro, they were like, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth. That's so manipulative. No, we got two sides of the story and there's still a third side that needs to come out. That side is the truth. That's the objective truth that doesn't come from the mouths of people who are biased and have their own agenda on either side. Now, I've been taking the combination of information and being as unbiased as possible with the information I've gotten on both sides when it comes to the leadership, when it comes to the personal relationship, when it comes to the friendship, and when it comes to the business. I think that Joe definitely committed poor business practices when he gave these two individuals any sort of percentage-based income. Based on how he's running things, the fluidity of the of the money and how it's being spent and how he has to dip into other funds to even fund all of this stuff, how he is doing something that is emotionally taxing, financially taxing when you turn down these multi-million dollar deals and how that will affect the people around you, especially if they don't share the same vision and sense of purpose as you do. These two have expressed that multiple times. If they're not making boss moves, if they're not going about boss moves the right way, because it seems as though Rory tried to do a few things, but he didn't go about them in a way that joe is receptive to and joe is the boss the owner you you have to go about things a certain way if you want to have a certain effect you know i feel as though a lot of the things that he was doing joe took them as him undermining him undermining his leadership and trying to like maybe not sabotage him but that was kind of like i don't know i i, I could just see at how joe would be <laughs> by some of the actions that rory took behind the scenes but I don't want to refer to like I don't want to put too much stock into their side of things, because at the end of the day, it's a contract dispute. And Joe doesn't believe that they understand their contract. They don't believe that Joe understands their contract. That's that's where the dispute is, ultimately. Um, but there are Joe said that everything they said was true. He is admitted that he has failed as a leader, which I think is fair. He regrets doing everything on air, although I. Other than the fan backlash, I really don't see an issue with it. But I do think that people are just really going out of their way to paint him as like some sort of fucking Disney villain. So I think that is, I think that in itself is a huge issue. What? What you just said, like them painting him out to be like a Disney villain. Yeah, that's what they're going for, and they're really intense with it. If I was him, I would double down on the drama. That's always been where he eats the most. And now his name's just everywhere. So I would definitely be capitalizing on this if I was him. But it seems as though this has actually affected him as well. And like that's unfortunate. 
for everybody involved. Um, but I think it'll be fine. I think the network will be fine. It'll continue to grow and thrive. Yeah, but either way, like, it all doesn't look good. It all reflects badly on Joe, given, like, like the backlash he's received. Like, that came out all, all this, all, like, this past weekend. And then on top of that, you have the 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 girl that used to work for Joe Budden. I can't remember her name at Marissa. the moment. Like, yeah, the one that uh, started, like, the, that was with them in the beginning, mm-hmm. coming out and talking about how she was fired. Of course, she came out with this, like, years ago, but then it got popularized and everything, whatever, you know. So I guess more exposure of that, you know, of how mm-hmm. she got fired in a very, in the way she framed it in a kind of very unprofessional manner with the way that she framed it and everything. So that also made Joe look kind of bad. All and then, and then also on top of that, this same weekend, Olivia Olivia Dope. Uh, that's her like that's her name, right? Yeah, I don't think it's a government though. I think it's a play on Olivia Pope, but I'm not sure. I'm only familiar with her from this uh, incident. Okay, but like a woman that goes by the name of Olivia Dope, she I just put that together. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't peep that either. I, it just it just confused me. It just had me mix mixing people up. <laughs> but like uh, Olivia Dope, she uh, she like kind of like exposed like uh, it was an episode of uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but uh, I know uh, when she was working for on for the Joe. Yeah, that's what it was called on uh, the episode of See the Thing It Is. She put out like uh, she exposed like uh like the reason that she actually stopped working with the Joe pretty much. Uh, and it was because like of like him making her very uncomfortable, like sexual, uh, uh, sexual misconduct in the work. Would that, would, would, would it harassment? Yeah, that's what it, what, that's what the right word would be. Sexual harassment in the workplace where she puts out a video where she's saying, very specific examples of when he said things during that episode she puts out she says here at 17 seconds like 17 minutes and 15 seconds he said this remark and then they will play you know the the remark it she'll show it and everything and then she even mentioned how they cut certain things out how he said that he actually just wanted that how he wanted to fuck me in the workplace like how he and they and they edited that out but he still said those things and she pointed all all those things out, you know, throughout the video of it all happening on air, you know. So it, that also reflect poorly on Joe. So Joe had a terrible last weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. So and I find it like interesting because it's all hitting him at once, and it almost seems like a karmic, <clears throat> like a karmic strike, you know, that's happening towards Joe. And a lot of people are are saying that but they're framing it in a way where it's like like it's like he's being punished and i actually don't think that he's being punished karmically because like but it does look like because when it happens to a lot of people like bill cosby and everything now known as pill cosby because you know all that all those allegations all those women all of them came all like all at the same time and everything it seemed like things that he was getting away with in the past coming back to him with Joe, it doesn't seem that way to me. It I does, mean, with Bill Cosby, isn't it different though? Like there were like multiple bouts of allegations for years, and then they all just kind of came to a head. 
yeah, but the fact, but yeah, it was uh, they were all allegations throughout the years, but nobody really paid attention to them. Then all of a sudden, at the same time, everyone's people are coming out, and then all the people whose allegations were ignored, they are now being taken seriously. You know, mm-hmm. all at the same time. You know, I mean, we're in the, the, we were in a different social climate at the time. Yeah, yeah. So it will make sense for people to care now, as opposed to when these things were first coming out, when people were more likely to tell women to just be quiet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now, what's what made it seem like look like more of a comic strike to me was the fact like it didn't happen progressively. Like one year it was one woman, then the next year, and then it and then it was like you know a progressive like amount of forty women. It was like all at once. You know what I mean? All in the same month. You know what I mean? Like that was uh, kind of made it seem like, oh, it's all coming back to hit you hard. Whatever you did that you were getting away with before. You know what I mean? Mm. And people are kind of painting it like it's the same thing with Joe Button. You know? And I don't think that's the case with Joe Button. I feel like it's just like the energy he put it out. It wasn't like the energy that that where Karma would respond like, all right, I need to I need to punish you for this. I feel like it was more like a lesson, you know, you know, he put himself in a position of leadership, you know, that he, that he, that he figured he knew how to handle the right way. So he, so now he put the energy out there of that. So now it gets put to the test and it's revealed that he's not the best leader, but he's, but you know, but now he knows where he, where he falls short because as like a leader, you're supposed to make your workers feel safe and, you know, things of that nature. He did not do that with Olivia Dope, you know? Yeah. And you could argue that the Rory and Moss situation all came down to, like, bad leadership, you know? Down to yeah. the misunderstanding, you know? And even Joe, I think, would say that, you know? He, he did today. He, he said the entire thing was his fault. Oh, uh, yeah, when he talked, uh, it was when he, uh, when he talked, when Royce called, right? Yeah. 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 He said the entire thing was his fault, and it was even beyond when Royce was calling. And that ultimately, as a leader, he's at fault because these guys have had misunderstandings for years. And even how, like, Ma didn't understand how he would get paid the same or he could get paid the same amount, despite the the audience at a particular show when they were on the road and stuff like that. All that stuff was his job to make sure they understood it. He doesn't think that anything dirty happened, but he does take the blame for that because he feels as though he didn't effectively communicate what was going on and that was ultimately his responsibility yeah and and even uh with the with olivia dope you know it was like miscommunication with the way he did things with her even the, the things he said like wanting to have sex with her in the workplace wanting to fuck her wanting to be like this power couple that works together in the workplace even though he said he was joking you know even if even if it was joking it was still a miscommunication you know what i mean a misreading like how to communicate with your employees, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, he messed up. And even when this happened months ago, people were not giving him a pass. It was just a smaller audience. It was his core audience I was commenting on. It. But there yeah. was a while where he was acting, he was just doing a bunch of questionable stuff. Yeah, so I feel like it, the karma coming back to him is like, it's actually a good thing that it all happened like this because now he knows exactly what he needs to work on within himself to become a better leader from here on out. You know what I mean? Sort of like, you know, like, like there's a wise saying that, uh, that one must fall 
you know, sometimes one must descend in order to rise to their highest heights. You know what I mean? And I feel like that kind of like applies a little bit to this situation here. You know what I mean? I agree. But he's also the type of person who's been through stuff like, like there are people that are always tested. He's definitely one of those people. Like that's why I I I follow what he does. Um, I have faith in him. Ultimately, I know that he's a flawed person, but we all are, some more than others. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, and and it's like I feel like it's like a, like it's a it's a really good thing be, just uh, for him like to see like all the flaws because even in the comments when you look through the comments, of course we all know it's heavily biased, and like you said, they're painting him out to be like a supervillain. Yeah, they're like they're not giving him an inch. I think it's kind of funny now, but I was upset about it because it's like, yo, like we're not even gonna listen to anything this man says. I honestly think that he's given pretty adequate responses to everything that's been going on. Uh, I feel like that's just going through the motions of the karma. It's just like, nah, you can't get out of this. You need to go through the motions, and after you go through the motions, then you take the lesson that you learned by going through the motions and apply it. And then you elevate, you know what I mean? I think that like, Absolutely. like that, that's what I think is really interesting about it. It's like, doesn't matter what he says. He's saying all the right things. And people are like, we don't care. Fuck you, Joe. They're acting like he's not there. You know, everything, he, everything that anybody says against him is gold. Anything that he says instantly misconstrued to further paint him as a supervillain. Yeah. So those people had a great weekend. Like last weekend, they had a great weekend. They're like, "Look, Rory and Maul came out and exposed this man." And yeah. then Olivia, Olivia, Olivia Dope. I keep wanting to say Olivia Pope, uh, but Olivia Dope came out and then she accused him of these things. He looks terrible right now. He's done. Yeah, it's funny though. It's the, the cancel culture thing is really funny. I don't think he'll. You can't, you know, it's crazy. This is a lesson we've learned time and time again. You can't cancel somebody who owns their own stuff. Honestly, the cancel culture is like arguably a, a myth because there's no evidence that anyone has actually been actually canceled from the people in their cancel culture riots or social media riots, you know? That's true. I think that it's had, um, it's definitely had significant, like significant short term drawbacks. Short term. Yeah, for individuals who really weren't in a position, like, not in a position of ownership. But I think it affects people who own stuff differently. Yeah, it doesn't affect them at all. Yeah, not at all. Like, yeah. it might it might upset you for a few days, but ultimately you'll be all right. Yeah. But what was the most interesting thing to me about the Olivia Dope and Joe Budden situation outside of the karmic uh, backlash and everything that I feel like he's just got to go through the motions of and then he'll be then he'll be good, you know. Uh, but like the sex in the workplace and everything, the insinuations and everything that made her uncomfortable enough to leave the Joe Budden network, you know. Like, like how do you like? Like it's like I feel like I would assume that because he said those things, even though he was just joking, like if she was she was actually down with it, he would do that. He wouldn't be like, oh no, we're not mixing business with pleasure. He'd be like, oh yeah. I want to have my cake and eat it too. In fact, what's the point of having cake if you can't eat it? You know? Yeah, it pains me to make an assumption, but I I would be inclined to agree with you. You know, so like it just had me like I just thought it was interesting. It had me wondering, like, what do you guys think about like sex in the workplace? Do you think in that case 
you can have your cake and eat it too. Yo, when I'm in charge of stuff, no, there's no none of that. Stop it, cut it out. Don't even look at your coworkers. Platonic relationships only. We're not doing that. That's I agree. Yeah, it's just not necessary. I've been in various situations where it's just it's just not it's not necessary. It's just not necessary. It's sloppy. It's it shows a lack of control. It's it's just it's not necessary. If you're taking whatever you're doing seriously, that's the best way to ruin something. And I'm pretty sure you you said this yesterday when we were speaking briefly on the phone that like even the attempt is like risky. And like yeah, the attempt alone is like the biggest risk but even if you get over that hurdle and you have like a uh what's what's the word what's the uh consensual uh what's that word uh what like Like, a consensual agreement yeah like a consensual agreement with your um with your coworker. that just might be the beginning of a long horrible road for both of you yeah, you're really setting up a ticking time bomb. Really? <laughs> at that point. Like, I'll say even for me, like, it, it's crazy. Like, my job is really like a high school type environment when it comes to the gossip and shit. But apparently someone I worked with ended up having a intimate relationship with someone else that works at this, in the same area crazy but what ended up happening was this guy was i believe he was married but he he was either married or like in a relationship with someone else this dog yeah so apparently this co-worker of mine ended up pulling up at this guy's crib and he ended up having to relocate so he's working at a completely different area now so it's like, it's, like it's, it's just a terrible idea. Even like if it does, if it's a, the rare occasion where it does work out and everything is fine. I, I don't, I don't like even, you said, oh, it's a rare occasion. Yeah, and it's so rare, it's not even worth it. It's really not worth it. Yeah. There, there Honestly, are, yeah. there, there are too many people in this world that you can try to find some type of relationship with where you don't have to do that at your job. It's just not a good idea. Yeah, and I don't, yeah, and it's like honestly like uh if you're a boss, you like you know and you really want to like have sex with your employee, you could just fire and then hire then you know just fire her and then have sex with her and then it's no longer an issue. I'm just saying. Wrongful termination. Um yeah, my yeah, thing is I'm just saying you you, you yeah, it's better wrongful and termination than sexual assault allegations, okay? I mean, sexual if, harassment. Yeah, sexual harassment. Oh yeah, in Joe Budden's case, sexual harassment. I I mean like you better be that just that dude where you can fire someone, well, fire a woman, and she'd still want to sleep with you. All right, so let me step in here. Like, let me step in here, fellas. No, no. <laughs> as a boss, as a boss, no. Like even the attempt is suicide. Like no, it's it's an abuse of power. Like we can even take. That's the biggest thing I'm taking away from this. Uh, this Olivia Dope situation and the recordings and whatnot. I've I've seen stuff like this in workplaces I've been in. And um, <clears throat> like with them feeling uncomfortable and her feeling uncomfortable and not feeling as though she was in a place where she could even be honest and 
tell this man that he was making her uncomfortable to a you know to an effective degree. That that a lot of that has to do with him being the boss. It's abusive. Like you can't even attempt that because you don't know how much of this consent, if there is any, is reflective of your higher position and the devastating effect you can have on this person's life. You have power over them. You can't do that with people that you have power over. It's it's inherently wrong. That's the, I, that's funny because that's the same argument that people have for when it's like uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't be against like pedophilia. You know, like a, an older person taking advantage of a young person because it's like that age difference gives you like a difference of power. You know what I mean? It's uh, similar. Yeah. It it is similar. Like you know, just because like a teenager is going to look at a grown adult with a car and everything like he's a shit even if it is if, if it's not an impressive car a car is impressive to a person in high school you know what i mean just like like an employee could look at their boss like in a higher position and status and they could take advantage of that you know yeah yeah elijah i agree with you um 100 and this also reminds me of a couple years ago when aziz ansari got in the situation he got into where Basically, the woman that he was on a date with felt like she was pressured to have a uh, have. Well, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I think they had sex, but whatever sexual interaction it was, she felt pressured to be in that situation just because he was who he was. So when you're in a position of power, that's just something that comes with that, and you've just got to be mindful of that and just not know. What you said? Just say no. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, the thing, like, I think that's something that has been good to come out of the Me Too movement is just exploring just different levels of consent. And this is one of those things where it's not as, like, cut and dry as just like i guess it was made out to be initially like a lot of men were really just operating off of well if i'm not like like some aggressive movie scene raping somebody mm. it's like i didn't do anything wrong but it's not as simple as that you got to be mindful of the position you're in yeah i think it's like affects to you interact with yeah, like I think it's like uh like also interesting how like it it, it like revealing like so much like you said cuz it's like people are people are pretty dumb, you know. Yeah. So it's like like uh like uh like even with the Joe Budden thing. Like uh like Elijah was saying like that I was saying like a few days ago over the phone like the attempt is a, like uh attempt of like having sex with their coworkers is dangerous. And uh, that's actually not what I said. What I said was, uh, even though it it still fits, what I said was like the insinuation, not even the attempt, meaning you don't even have to do anything or try to do it yet. You just got to insinuate that you might do it, that you might make the attempt. And that alone, you know, that's really what Joe got Joe in trouble because he didn't actually like, you know, make an attempt to get with Olivia Dope. You know, not that she was saying that he did. But, like, he didn't even go as far as to make the attempt with Olivia Dope. He just made, like, insinuations, you know what I mean, that made her uncomfortable. Yeah, very strong insinuations, yeah. 
you know, and like that alone, uh, that alone was is like dangerous enough. You know what I mean? You just can't mess with that type. It's, it's not the it's not the place where and at work you should be focused on business. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're a janitor, you should be focused on being the best janitor that you can be. If you're a boss, you should be focused on you know adding value and maximizing the value of your 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 company. You shouldn't be looking at people sexually. There should be no sexual anything going on in the workplace whatsoever. So there are know. there are there any exceptions like any at all? No. What no, if you work in the, what if you work in the porn industry? That's completely different. What? Why? Why? Because what, it, they don't have bosses. Yeah, but no, sex is an integral part. And think about the psychology that goes along with working in the porn industry. We can't even relate to that. Like, that's such a unique psychology that would go into that. Like, some of these people, they like, well, a lot of these people, they have partners outside of that industry. And like, just think about all the dynamics that I, I can't even imagine all the dynamics that go into that and all the nuance that goes into that. But I do know that people in the industry also do hook up with each other in a like a personal context outside of filming. But that's also different. They just handle that that differently. It's, most people are not not great at that when it comes to that sort of thing. It's yeah, not a it's, common thing in their lives. They're yeah, probably like, having like shitty sex with like one or two people their whole lives. Like they're not really used to that sort of thing. So the temptation is greater. I feel like that would be very a very interesting dynamic to explore. Like I wonder if like people in the porn industry are like, all right, you know what? I need to see. I need to see if it'll be good. Come on. Give me a sample. Record it, too. I don't really think that's really a priority in the porn industry, whether or not it's good. The people are just talent. They're easily replaceable. But if they look talented and they look look really good, they make the most money. That's true. And they have good management. Yeah. But yeah, either way, even in that situation, like sex in the workplace could potentially cause cause issues. Yeah, but I think significantly less issues than any other workplace. Like if it's a sex in like or if it's like a sex workplace where you actually have sex with people, it's different. It's just different dynamics. So what if you're what if you're like a pimp and you got like and you got like a lot of hoes? You're like a super pimp. Well, that's an unregulated market, so I don't really think it's really yeah. Alright, what if you alright, what if you're in you're a pimp in law in Vegas where they legalize it? In Nevada? I'm pretty sure it's not legal in Vegas, but it is in the state it, of Nevada. Uh, like like so it's all Nevada, not just Vegas? I'm pretty sure it's Nevada or certain parts of Nevada, but not Vegas. Shit. The neighborhood right outside of Vegas. Shit, when I was in Vegas, niggas were having out pamphlets for pussy, okay? Yeah. At very affordable prices. I don't know if it was uh, legal or not, but they were doing out like it was legal. I I wasn't asking for them at all. Okay, well, it's my understanding that in Las Vegas itself, it's illegal, but in the state of Nevada, it's legal. So, I could be wrong, but that's that's always been my understanding. And, um, yeah, I mean, with that, like, there are different dynamics. That's very unique. Like, and it's still mostly unregulated. Being a pimp is not, you don't file taxes for that. There's no oversight of any kind. You can be as abusive as you want to be. I mean, I'm just like assuming that you just, even if you can be abusive, all right, never mind. You're right. (laughs) But yeah, 
even in that situation, like if you have a pimp, if you're a pimp and then you got a bunch of hoes, you having sex with one of them, that could cause problems with your other hoes. Well, that's not how pimping works. Um, you don't. All right. So from the little bit, I understand. You you have to make <laughs> courtesy is sugar free. Well, mostly, of course, of course. <laughs> but like, um, you have to maintain control at any point in time. So that's nothing that would be tolerated. Having those types of issues, you would have to nip that in the bud immediately. So these issues, like a big part of being a pimp, is maintaining complete physical and psychological control throughout the duration. Now See, people achieve that in different ways, but having sex with your hoes is a uh, typically something that people do. So. Yeah, yeah, but some people, because like everything that you named, you said it was attributes of a pimp, but you're wrong. They're the attributes of a good pimp, all right? Keyword being a good one. You could be a bad pimp, hoes out of line, actually losing losing money, fucking up the business. You're a terrible pimp. Well, then you're not pimping, you're mispimping. That's a different thing. (laughs) That's a different thing. Okay, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't even call him a pimp. He's just trying really hard. That's just how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So, so that man, yeah, you're right. That man is a uh, that man. He's just uh, he's just Captain Fuck Up. He's, he's counterfeit. He's fake out here. That's all that is. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so bringing it back to karma, um. How do you guys? Well, I, I I don't know how to really phrase this. I'll say this for me, certain like I, I guess how Donzo you were explaining the karma. The karma more so comes from is coming from I guess the outside perspective on his situation, right? Well, uh, you mean like people's viewpoints on the karma being negative for him, right? So if he was if he were if if he was attracting good karma, then people would be more so on his side. But since he was, I guess, attracting bad karma, people are rooting against him. See, that's the thing. I don't think he's attracting bad karma. I think he's just attracting karma that's coming in the form of a harsh lesson. I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm. You know, okay. it may uh, look like a like it may look like a bad thing at first, but then if you learn your lesson, which it seems like the universe, in my perspective, it's making it very clear from everything going viral all at the same weekend, all the allegations and everything, it's making it very clear what what he needs to learn. Because yeah. everything coming against him isn't like career ruining. He he can recover from this. He will. He already is. He just got to keep going. So I don't even. I so. I don't think it's like he's getting bad karma. He's just getting his lesson, his karmic lesson. You know, I feel like there should be a new category for it. It's like you got good karma, you got bad karma. Good karma, usually you think of it as a gift. Bad karma is like a punishment. And then you've got karma that's like a lesson for you to grow, which I think is actually the most common form of it. Yeah, I was going to comment on that. I think that is most karma. Uh, it's, it's just meant to be something that you learn from, even if it is like, even if it destroys you, it's still that's even that's an even more intense lesson. Maybe you'll just be in a position where you can't do something about it. 
or maybe you'll be in a position so that you can't be destroyed by that same thing ever again once you recover because nothing is permanent even your destruction you know yeah i agree got you the only reason the only reason i was asking about that is because the way i'm kind of thinking about i guess the way people have presented karma in the past to me my um perception of it is, at least was uh like some sort of supernatural kind of thing but like i'm i'm kind of looking at it the same way i've been well not i've been but like i started to look at certain like superstitions i guess like they really kind of just seem very logical and common sense like for like for some, a situation to be like somebody walks under a ladder and then something bad happens to me it's like you walked under a ladder <laughs> it's not a smart thing to do and and then i mean i don't know about the i don't know where the seven years bad luck with a broken mirror came from but like the bad luck is you broke you broke your mirror so i mean i i, I don't know i I've, I think just at times like stuff like that when it, and bringing it back to karma, people kind of make things a little bit deeper than they really are. So like for for Joe, like all this stuff that's coming up now, this is just a result to a continuous history of just bad decisions with these people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it, I mean, I guess I see what you're saying. It doesn't even necessarily have to be an energy thing. It doesn't even have to be that deep. He's literally just paying for, these are just the direct consequences to his direct actions. Right. You know, that reminds me, like, like a, 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 I think a, a good way, to, because everything he said is true. Like, because of, like, another thing, way I look at his karma. Like, some people call it karma. I'm just like, there are different languages to describe these things. Because another thing that is a prime principle of karma is cause and effect. I don't see the difference between cause and effect and karma. They okay. are one and the same to me. Me neither. <clears throat> okay. I can get on board with that. You know, it's just like... Like the karma that people like are talking about in the form of like years of like bad luck accumulating and everything. That's like in a broad sense, like if you did wrong to someone, that's going to come back for you. You know what I mean? But like karma also comes in the form of like maybe the seven years of bad luck came from like someone cracked their mirror and they were too dumb to fucking clean it up. And they were like, I knew the mirror was glad bad luck. Look, I stepped on some glass. You know, maybe it was some shit like that. You know, some some dumb shit because most of this stuff comes from people doing dumb shit. You know, but like, oh yeah, another thing that's interesting about karma, right? So like, back to like the like viewpoints of like sex and everything, mixing sex and everything. What do you guys think about like sexually transmitted energy? You know, like you know, like the belief that energy is transferred through sex you know like the other person's energy not just like the physical parts the energetic parts that includes their karma signature that's within their energy so you could pick up a person's karma from sex what do you guys think about that i 
any energy that's transferred during sex, I believe it's temporary, just as temporary as any other energy that you would get from a human being. And it, I, and this is just my perspective based on my experiences. I don't really, I'm not really familiar with this concept in a in a different way. But like, um, I believe that is it might be more intense than a lot of other energy. It might be the most intense energy you can get from another person. But I I believe that it's just temporary, something that you temporarily house inside of you, and then it eventually gets flushed out of your system. See, I, I I'm highly familiar with it, and I don't disagree because what you're saying is is kind of true, but it also can not be that way for certain people because it, you know, it is. I feel like it it is temporary. You know, if like say you have sex with somebody one time, you know. Mm-hmm. that that of course like that's going to be like a temporary thing but if it's like sex with one person like on a continuous basis with one person you know yeah. like there's a reason that they say like when you have sex you know they would like sex with a woman like you become one with her and everything i always thought about that as a kid like what that really means you know what i mean temporary. but yeah on a physical scale it is temporary but sex like it goes into the metaphysical you know, planes like your spirits, you know, so it's like your two spirits can arguably be combining temporarily, you know, but while the, even though it's temporary, they still combine. So there's going to be a small piece of that that may stay with it if they combine on a frequent basis enough. Like, say you're combining, like, to the point, like, say, like, when people get married or they've been, or not even married, they've just been with someone a long time. When they break up with the person, they're like, I don't know who I am without this person. Yeah, for two months. (laughs) Wait, two months? Yeah, there's a withdrawal. All right, all right. All right. I'm not talking about no nut ass shit, though, two months. I'm talking about someone with somebody for years and they're they're saying like that. Yeah, for like a little bit. And then you you get back to yourself. You like, it's a temporary thing. Not everybody gets over it that quick, though. Like it gets to a point where yeah, it's, but they get over it eventually. Yeah, they get over it, meaning they're not sad about it anymore. But that doesn't mean that energy signature may not still be there because, in the sense of physically, it, in the case of like STDs or even like pregnancy in certain things, certain cases, like some of that shit is permanent. You know, when a when uh, obviously with STDs, you know, curable ones are not permanent and shit mm-hmm. but like with like pregnancy and everything you know there's some energetic changes like that happen in women and her body like changes you know and adjusts to the pregnancy and it doesn't always revert back to the way it was before the pregnancy you know what i mean that energy signature happened within her as a result of the new life that was in her you know what i mean yeah that's interesting so, so it's like certain parts of it like are stay connected and and even even then they can still you can still detach but it's like really hard you know what i mean like for instance like you have sex with a person for like years years you know sexually active on a frequent basis when you like when you like separate physically you may initially have that feeling of i don't know who i am and then like you said you eventually rediscover yourself but then your spirit you know that has been with the person like you know connecting combining through the sex and everything they're like it it, that feeling even though you may not be aware of it could still be there 
you know, and like you learn a lot about about the like new aspects of yourself through your new experiences and everything. And you might even be attracting certain experiences based on the other person's karma. You know, like, for example, like for me, for instance, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I I remember when I was a virgin and everything in high school and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. I lost my virginity to a girl and this girl, she had cut herself like before, like on the wrist and everything. You see the scars and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I never understood that. Like it made no type of sense to me. Had mm-hmm. sex with her and everything still didn't make sense to me. But after having sex with her enough, like when I got really sad and everything or depressed, I would feel this pressure in my wrist, you know, around the same butt where she cut herself. And I'm like, I never felt that shit before I started fucking it. You know, it was, it was like really interesting. And that shit stayed with me, that feeling for like years after we broke up and everything, you know, from having sex with her and everything. And that's us, just one example of like energy that I remember like staying with me for a long time after having sex with her. And even certain things I actually had to go through uh, certain rituals, I guess, <laughs> to get to disconnect from the energy completely. But it like a lot of it like surprisingly stays with you. Like it even like stayed with me to the point where the next person I attracted had a very similar energy signature to the person that I was with before, you know, and I didn't even realize it. It turned out they were the exact same zodiac sign too. Maybe you just have a type. No, because the next person to try no. That that right there was like a karmic connection. You know, like exact same zodiac, exact same type of person and everything. That like right back to back like that. That was that's interesting. Next person was not like that. Very different. Okay. Well, I respect your anecdotal evidence. I have the but that's but that's just like to give you like a an example of like the belief like that that uh belief system like the ste sexually transmitted energy you know what i mean yeah i've you know i've been with a few people in three years i've been with a number of cutters as well i guess that's like a small thing to dwell on but i've never i've never experienced what you experienced there at all so but then again i also didn't have an issue understanding why they cut themselves so i always understood the appeal of pain see i never understood it like at all until after and stuff like that yeah i never understood it at all like i actually grew to understand the other person through the transference of energy through sex and everything it's very interesting and actually what was interesting about that to me was when i looked up like my what if sex had nothing to do with it That isn't the only example I can think of shit like this. My Thanks. only thing here is that everything that you're saying, I believe all of these phenomena are legitimate, but they could also be caused by a number of things, and there's no level of measurability here. Like, yeah, sex definitely helps you bond spiritually and physically with a person, and you start to take on characteristics of them. Stuff like that. That's cool. I think it's interesting. Uh but, like, even just being with a person, getting to know somebody, like, just being around them and absorbing their energy frequently has that effect as well. That is that is very true. But to the extent it did, like, I was with the person for a solid year, a lot of time with the person. I never understood People that think shit. that a year is a long time to be with somebody. I really don't think it is. <laughs> I'm not talking about the whole relationship. I'm talking about a year of no sex with the person, no 
you know, and we were still in a relationship together. Oh, yeah. And then I didn't start experiencing like that understanding and that feeling until after we started fucking. Mm. Okay. You know, and I can also say this similar experiences with other people I've had sex with. I have not understood certain things about them until after I had that energetic connection with them through sex. And what was interesting about that is it may be like uh, with that thing, they say it's like that applies to like everybody, but everybody, not everyone's sensitive enough to be aware of it. And, you know, that that's just like uh, what they say about that, that like the sexually transmitted energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it, it was interesting to me just because, like, I was also looking into my Zodiac and everything, trying to understand myself and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was also saying that my particular Zodiac with my moon placement, like, because I'm, I'm a Scorpio moon. Mm-hmm. Like it said, the moon placement of Scorpio moon actually can grow to understand a lot of other people or things through sex. So that may tie into why I may be a little a bit more sensitive to it than you may have been in your experience because your moon sign is the opposite element you're a fireman Sagittarius mm-hmm. so so I thought that was uh, interesting you know like uh, like even tying that into like the sex in the workplace thing just given that theory in mind you know the sexually transmitted energy like people can grow to learn each other through sex and everything. Their energy is more compatible. Could you see like somebody having sex with someone they're working with actually being a benefactor? No. To the workplace? No, only a distraction. What if they're both in like equal ownership together? Like they're both partners, 50-50. That's even worse. (laughs) Why do you say that? Because, like, how people act, people are possessive, people, like, things get in the way, it's the opposite of professionalism. At at a business, in a business context, the only thing you should be focused on is bettering your business. If you're focused on somebody's genitals, you're like, the proximity (laughs) hurts. Like, it's just not it. It's not it. You don't want your coworker or your partner making eyes at you. You don't want to be having sex during 15-minute breaks, you could be working on your business. It's just a waste of energy. It's misguided, and it's destructive. What if you know how to separate the two? Like sex you don't. People can't do that. That's why we have... That's why we already have those things. Like, we have separations, social separations for those things. I think some people could do it. Like, some people could figure that out. I don't know about all that. Like, uh, I guess, like, people who have experience with that sort of thing. But if it it's if you're, like, in the gambling or odds, the odds on that are really not really... They're just not great odds that one person won't cross those lines frequently. I feel as though just establishing that connection with somebody who you work with is crossing that line. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you are right. Some people... Uh... Some people get away with it, and then some people also hit the lottery. Yeah. Well, I remember before I had this one coworker. This was in college. I didn't, we didn't even hook up, but we, we we were close. I just didn't really feel like it ultimately. But <laughs> but we we watched movies together and we chilled. That was cool. I remember one time 
one time we smoked together before she started a shift, right? She went in and started bragging to our bosses and all of our coworkers about smoking with me and chilling with me. I was so upset. I didn't find <laughs> out for months. This girl could have cost me my job, right? Just because she had a big mouth. I didn't know for months after I, you know, stopped chilling. <laughs> but I was just lucky that the people I worked with, this was in college, they already knew who I was and what I was about. I was a good worker, so they didn't care how I came to work. I was chilling. But that was a big mistake on my part. Why was I even doing this with this female in the first place? These are things. These are things. Because once you once you cross that line, you can't take it back. Yo, are you good? <laughs> I think I don't know. I feel like something just threw in my throat. I realized I didn't realize how long you were coughing until Elijah said something. Well, yeah. Well, it's good that you're not dead, sir. Mm-hmm. But if I, I could only imagine how bad it would have gotten or could have gotten if I actually had sex with her, that would I feel as though that would have it could have been worse. It could have been worse. And you know. That example makes me think even not even as far as having sex, just how personal get with your how personal you get in the workspace that even that's kind of a thing that you have to be cautious of. Because like, yeah, just like you guys were just hanging out together, but she ended up disclosing what you guys were doing on personal time. Yeah. in, 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 In your professional space. Yeah, that also could have gone bad. It should have gone bad. Even with that, it that that cannot like it that that can be doubled down on. Like when she like like she because like you said that level of intimacy that that the person has with you. Like if they were ever to get upset with you in every way, they're close enough to know really how to hurt you and everything. Even with like, even with like the thing of like with uh, the sexually transmitted energy that occurs the person has a better understanding of you through through their intimacy with you on how not only to affect your business bad, but how to affect you personally and what ways to go about it that will hurt you the most. You know what I mean? And in essence, like throw you off and actually throw make you throw your own business off, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And look, look, I mean, look, look we have these concepts about women, you know, a woman scorned and all that. Yeah, I don't want to leave it just on women, but uh, no, nah, I'll leave nuke all of your endeavors. They'll just they'll just flush them down the toilet with it without any disregard for your well being, just to get revenge. So I'll I'll actually I'll put that all on women. They'll do that, and they will not care if they destroy themselves in the process. They won't care as long as you go down. That's all that matters. Yeah. Wow. wow, y'all really calling women kamikaze bombers and shit. You look. Yo, <laughs> when they get mad enough, they really are. All right. I've seen it too many times. Like they are willing, they don't care. When they get mad enough, they don't care. They will go kamikaze on you if need be. All right. Guys, yeah. guys will fold. All right. Guys, guys will fold. All right. Guys be on this pussy shit. We're like, I ain't ready to die for that shit. Women be like, no, I got the heart, nigga. I'm ready to die for that shit. You willing to die too. <laughs> Like yeah, that yeah, women when they when they get extreme, they get really extreme. Like there's a reason they they have these sayings. All right. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't know how back, but like I mean, I agree with what you said about guys in those types of situations too. Dudes will do some grimy stuff as well, but the number it seems like they have a different agenda compared to women. The number one thing they'll be focused on is their 
their ego and preserving their sense of self and their self and whatever they have. So it yeah. seems those guys are more likely to act out of cowardice than just wanting revenge alone. Yeah, yeah. I will say I will say men are a lot more simple minded when it comes to that. Women are much more conniving. But they just put more into it. More like I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a choice, but like they they just have more. They put more in it, more of themselves into that the act of getting revenge and those types of things. You're getting getting get back, I should say. I feel as though revenge is a like a, a very strong term, but just you know, just getting back. No, I feel like revenge is a strong term, and I feel like a strong term is perfect. All right. <laughs> should be going. Should be a bit uh, bit interesting. No one will bring you karma better than a woman. If you have good karma coming your way, they will bring it to you. Definitely come with the rewards. But if you got bad karma, they definitely see to it that that comes to you too. You want to have the feminine on your side. I don't want to agree with that, but I have to. <laughs> so, yeah. He gets like that. <laughs> I don't want does. that to be the case, but I, yeah, I think that's true. By no means am I saying that women need to be the ambassadors of enforcing karma. Please don't misconstrue that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody wants that. They, yeah. But, uh, I mean, bringing it real quick, I guess, um, I don't really say much about the STEs that you brought up, Nazo, because, um, frankly, I, re- I really haven't dedicated much thought to that um at all really um i more so because of lack of sufficient experience but um yeah i I basically kind of just echo the uh sentiments of what elijah said i guess when it came when it came to that um i believe it was something around the lines of like it could be anything that could uh, cause these side effects, and it may not necessarily be sex. Um, that leads to these energies being created. Yeah, I just think it's interesting how people like don't talk about it more because a lot of people wonder like they're like, where does this concept of women having to be a virgin even comes from? I'm like that's sort of plays a role in where it comes from you know like the people like absorb the energy and then the masculine entity being the and i'm talking about in terms of like electricity here not like morality when i say positive like the positive like force women being the negative meaning the the force that is like pushing out energy the negative being the one that receives it and everything not in sense of morality you know, when I say that women are the negative polarity, you know what I mean? Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, you know, so like with the sex, they absorb more energy and then it manifests physically as they absorb the person's DNA to create a child, you know? So that belief like ties into why they're like, oh, we don't, we want the girl to be as pure as possible because there's not as much energy mixed in, you know what I mean? Like, like the idea that the girl's a slut and everything. 
she's a whore. She's had sex with everybody. Everybody's been inside of her. Everyone is a part of her because she's absorbed that much energy within her. So you have sex with her. You're not really having sex with just her, are you? You're having sex with like her and then a little bit of that other niggas energy and that, that other energy, you know, that kind of, that's a little bit of like where that comes from, you know? Yeah. And, and this isn't a com- concept that I haven't heard before. I've, uh, there was a, this came up on a uh, YouTube channel that I watched, but um, yeah, I mean, that, that may just be something I have to be cognizant of just further down the line. But um yeah, it's it's interesting. Like hearing, it's like some people even talk about it because it's like it also affects men too. Like uh, the fucked up part about the narrative is like uh, the the sexism. I guess uh, what's the word? Uh, patriotism or uh, patriarchy? Uh, yeah, patriarch. Uh, I hate that term, so I'll just call it sexism. Uh, <laughs> but like the sexism with it, because it's like pointed like yeah, the women is a negative polarity. She absorbs more, so it's like yeah, but uh. You absorb some too, nigga. You know, you absorb a lot too. Like, Did, like didn't Candace have something like this that wait, he said? Wait, you said cannabis? No, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Oh, Nick Cannon. Uh, Nick Cannon. I don't know. He may have. I think he may have talked about it on the podcast. I know Gilly the Kid. He definitely talked about it on the podcast in a hilarious way, where oh, he's just, where he was just like, you know, you got to be in. Cons- careful about who you having sex with you know you out here having sex with these bums out here now you got bums in you you transferring that energy on you got them semen demons semen demons is real i'm like yo this snake called them semen demons had me dying (laughs) oh man i haven't heard that guy's name in a minute I may need to, I may need to look into some of his content yeah you should check out his podcast i actually i actually fucks with it too funny but uh do you guys have uh anything more to add um, i don't uh not really i mean because i can talk about the sexually transmitted energy thing like all day like i can even give more examples of like shit that i've experienced where i'm like oh that's that's really interesting got you well if that's the case we will uh wrap things up here Thanks for listening to another episode of the Daycast Podcast. I've been Austin, joined by Donzel and Elijah. And uh, we'll see you guys. Well, not see you guys. We'll uh, catch you guys on the next episode. Uh, Peace. Peace. All right.